So, mm-hmm. when we were last together, you had just had this rather interesting chat with three very scruffy-looking kids who had shown you the rather disgusting sight of a worm seemingly being consumed by these little white flecks in a jar of murky water, which they claimed they had got from the creek, which, as you know, mm-hmm. having driven over it, is completely dry or, or almost completely dry. There's, there's, no, there's no flowing water in it at all. And they've just run off to, to have more fun and games as you stand there um, kind of watching them go. And um, the first thing I'll, I'll actually ask the four of you is to make a spot hidden roll. Spot hidden. Green. The Professor and Ruth, as they're running away, you see, uh, it's hard to spot, it's, it's hard to see initially, but you know, you're, you're, you're watching them with, with interest as they run away, these, these um, boisterous little kids. You see that the little girl, she seems to have some kind of lesion behind her left ear, like a, a pustule or something. And it seems to be leaking this kind of black fluid down her neck and it's staining the back of her dress. And they, and they just run off and you know, run, around the, um, run around the church and around the back of uh, what you know, it's uh, a guy called Sprouston's shack and then they're gone. Yikes. So It doesn't seem right to just chase after this family. No, what kind of a lesion? Like a like a pustule or a boil, a big boil, and it seems to be leaking this. It was leaking some kind of black pus or fluid. Uh, hmm. Even yeah. without metagaming, that's so, like um, disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, so you're standing there, but by by the schoolhouse, and to the left of you is 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 a small shack which you were told is. Belongs to Widow's, Widow Hawkins. Further up is Baxter's store. On the other side of the, well, it's not really a square. It's more like just like a patch of churned up mud. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the village square is the church. Um, and then there's also um, where the kids ran behind. Um, you actually see a man sitting on the porch of his house. Um, and this, you've been told, is a is a certain Mr. Dick Sprouston. And I'll, I'll show you. Um, oh. Yeah, so he's, yeah, you, you see this, um, you see this man, um, yeah, he's, um, he's, a he's sitting, sitting on his porch, um, in a, in his rocking chair, he's, he seems to be, he's sipping something out of a tin cup, he's got a hunting rifle just propped up, um, behind him, and he's, um, he's kind of watching you, obviously you're strangers in, in, in town, he just keeps on watching you. I'm just gonna wave, hello. Okay. Uh, How are you? He kind of uh, <laughs> he lifts his hands up to his eyes to get a better view of you, and and he seems to like give you a little friendly wave, and uh, and he kind of beckons you over. Okay, I will head over. Who is everyone together currently? Yeah, you're all together. Because okay. at one point some people were in the barn with? and some people were in the house, but now we're all together. Oh, that was last I night. Was, right. That was last with, night. I was talking with the kids, so I'm, I'm yeah, just... yeah. Sorry, sorry to place you all. You you are all outside the schoolhouse. You were driven into town by James, who let who parked the cars a little bit outside of town, up the up the um, track, and then you got out and walked into town. So yeah, you're all together. Do the rest of you want to go yeah. over to to see this? Um, gentleman? He's got a gun. Do you have a gun, Doug Douglas? I do have a gun, actually. You should keep safe. <laughs> yes, I will keep you safe. Because he's got um, a gun. He's beckoning us with his gun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm sure he's fine. He's just an old man. 
Yeah, yeah, it's just an old man. Um, you do know that, uh, just to refresh your memory, he is the unofficial sheriff of Blackwater Creek. He's the what guy, of Dick Sproulston. The unofficial oh, sheriff. sheriff. Yeah, the family told yeah. us that. The family yeah. told us that. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so he he beckons you over, and, and you, go, you you go over, and he says, "Good day." Hello. Oh, Australian. <laughs> <laughs> no, New England. <laughs> uh, I have heard a New England accent, but there's no way I can do it. He says, "It's um, a non-rotic accent. It's mm. a non-rotic accent." Gentlemen. Yeah, he says, uh, "You new in town?" Yeah, no, not to stay. Just, just here for a visit. Thought so. Thought so. That was your fancy car yesterday, were it? Uh, not mine. And then I gesture at Alistair. We, we were thinking of doing some camping. Uh, maybe. Uh, I see the the creek is dried up. Where would we get water for our canteens? Oh, we we get our water pumped up from the from the Miskatonic from the river. Yeah, we 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 have we got pumps and wells. You you'll be fine. You'll be fine. We can uh, get you a few canteens take out there. Where where are you thinking of camping up by? Uh, I see some woods there to the north. Maybe do a little uh, deer hunting. Is it in season? Oh, you won't find no deer in the woods this time of year. You have to go up and up 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 further up into the hills. Um, but uh, what are you uh you uh. What, what, what are you here for? We were friends of uh, of a professor from from uh, Miskatonic University. Oh, of Professor Rhodes. Yeah, mm. we wanted we wanted to uh, take a look at, at his campsite, actually. But but out of curiosity, um, does Blackwater Creek ever hold water? No, no, no. That that creek's been dry for two hundred years, from what. From what we what we understand, no, no, it dried up long time ago. Oh, so 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 those so those uh, so those kitties that I gave a quarter to were uh, they were they were fibbing, weren't they? Oh yeah, I wouldn't believe anything them 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 lot said. They'll they'll tell you anything to get to get them to get some candy money. Right, right. I figured. Well, let him enjoy it. And he and he looks around and he says, um, "Listen, um, when you come inside, I." I want to tell you something about that professor of yours. And I, I'd rather talk inside, where it's a little bit less, a little bit more discreet. Sure. Do you have some tea I'm to in. offer your guests? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh gee. No, I got some whiskey though. <laughs> so I can, I can boil, I can boil the kettle. I can boil, I can boil a pan and put, make, make you some Thank tea. You. Thank you. Ah oh, yes. Round so here we drink this. And he um he um he gets out a bottle of um of corn whiskey, of moonshine, <laughs> <laughs> and he pours out he pours out a few glasses of it, uh, a few I, a few I, tin I, cups. I, I I pull out my flask and I prefer my single malt. Thank you. Oh well. <laughs> what about you, sir? You're, you're missing out. The stuff will put hairs on your back. <laughs> yeah, on your I, chest. I, I say I prefer <laughs> a single malt as well. <laughs> uh, if they're not going to drink theirs, I say, and I look at all the cups. <laughs> Would you like some? It's, it's very good. I'm going to wait for the tea to come. Um, uh, and he boils, boils some tea and says, "Now that Mister Rhodes of yours, I reckon he, um, I reckon he ran into some trouble with the Carmodies, and um, he's not been seen since. They're, uh, how shall we say, they, um, 
They don't really, they're not really up much on conversation, those two. Not unless it's at the end of a gun barrel. Hmm. Yep. They've not been, uh, they've not been too nice since they came back from Boston. They're, um, they're hoping to, uh, set up a bootlegging operation here. Aha. Yeah, it was as, as much, I, I figured as much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, um, look, I'm telling you, I wouldn't go up there if I were you. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure, uh, pretty sure the last we saw of Rhodes was heading up that way. That was the last anyone saw of him. And, well, I mean, I know I'm meant to be keeping the peace here, but it seems like the best way to do that is just to let them get on with their business. Not go poking my nose into things that don't concern me. Oh, I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're right, Mister. But I mean, with all due respect, I know. You know, I, I show him my my flask and like I have very very good uh, connections in the uh, Boston uh, underworld that, that 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 sell me this stuff. These 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 guys these guys are. Uh, or, or just amateurs, or just amateurs compared to you know, you know, to real wise guys. I mean, they'll 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 take care of them like nothing. Well, maybe so in Boston, but this ain't Boston. This is Blackwater. There's only a few of us here, and a uh, couple of uh, roughnecks with guns. Well, you know, they can cause a whole heap of trouble. They got some other lads up there as well. They've got, I think, well, there's all, they're all pap James. He's all right, but they got they got three farmhands up there as well, equally. Equally dodgy, if you ask me. Mm, okay, yeah. I, I'd I'd steer well clear of that. Anyway, um, here's your cup of tea, Miss. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, it's a cup Thank of tea. you for calling me Miss, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> this is my grandmother. <laughs> he says, um, <laughs> he says, um, well, we're, if if, if you it all. If you want to, if you fancy coming coming to the church tomorrow, well, I also sort of uh, you know stand in for for the preacher. We haven't had a preacher around here in many a year, so I'd like to do a bit of sermonizing. If you if you if you ever want to come along and and listen listen, listen to the the word of the word of of uh, of of the Lord and the lady and the lady. Oh yes, yes. Uh, you know the mother, the virgin mother. Hmm. Okay. That's new. And he says, well, um, <laughs> look, uh, if you want to get some supplies, Baxter's store's got everything you need. Well, thank you. Uh, well, if we go to the campsite from the professor, is that going to put us too close to the Camdens? Because we don't want to have any trouble. Well, he says, um, I'll show you where they were camped up. Yeah, they were. You'll be all right. That's outside the boundaries of the Carmody's land. But mm. um, don't go too far to the east. Uh, to the east. You'll be going over their line. And, well, like I said... So, well, look, I suppose I'll be getting on with my um, sitting on the porch then. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this, po- this, porch, this porch won't sit on itself, so I better sit there myself. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for the drink. Uh, mm. And uh, I'm looking forward to your sermon. Uh, some of us need a little mm. church. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of waves you off and, and he comes back out on the porch and he just sits there and he, and he watches as you... Um, you know, walk across the the square. I guess. Um, yeah, that's now, the life, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, at this point, you're all starting to feel something. For a start, yeah. Ruth, you can hear that heartbeat again coming from just somewhere deep underground, and maybe just from the hills and the woods around you. You can hear that pulse. Robert, 
also can. And But you're also all starting to feel something else. The professor, you're starting to feel just a general feeling of well-being. Like you, mm. you slept on a very kind of hard bed last night and you probably woke up with some, some aches and pains like, you know, you would if you'd slept on a rock-hard mattress. But, but you're starting to feel kind of very just just loose and pliable and good, like, like you've had a good stretch and... I don't know, it just feels really good. It feels really good. Um, Doug, Alistair and Ruth, did it, do any of you have any scars or wounds or, or any, any, anything like, like a permanent, like... Oh, I didn't write anyone down. I guess I, I, uh, I have a bad hip. Does that count? Yeah. Bad hip. Bad hip. Perfect. No scars on me. <laughs> I'm missing a finger. A pigeon took it. Oh, the professor. Professor's missing a finger. Pigeon took it in the war. How did I not notice that earlier? That you have a missing finger. So, okay, so Ruth and Alistair and and Doug. Uh, What about you, Doug? Sorry. Do you? Uh, I mean, I'm sure I have some scars. I'm a Mm. blue collar man. Okay. Um, maybe you got like a a scar on the on on the back of your hand or something. Let's let's say you got a scar on the back of your hand. Um, just from a, I don't know, like you were cutting some leather or something with a with a with a knife and slipped or a long time ago. So, Ruth, Doug, and, and Alistair, you're all starting to feel just incredible. <laughs> like, really? there's just waves of, of pleasure, even ecstasy, uh, <laughs> passing through your bodies. And, 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 yeah, well, and Ruth, it's just amazing. Your hip is feeling absolutely fine. I like, feel like I'm 45 again. Like it must have felt, yes, like it must have felt 20 years ago. Wow. Um, and and Doug, you're, you swear that that scar on your hand is fading as you hold it up, as you're kind of like wondering what on earth this feeling is. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's the country air, I think. I tell you, this is the place to live out here. Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I've lived from... out in the country my whole life, but this... It's something special about this Blackwater Creek area. Yeah, I'm looking at my flask, wondering if, like, if they didn't slip a little cocaine into my LaFroig. I mean... <laughs> well, hmm. I mean, there were, were white flecks in the water, weren't there? Hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so now, if you recall, you were asked to, to run a couple of errands to get... Um, you were asked to go to Hector Winnie's shack at some point and pick up some fish and some game. And and just get some general supplies from from the store, but of course it's um you know it's mid morning. You've still got the whole day ahead of you. Um, the dig site is just a few hundred yards away across the bridge. Um, you now know where the campsite is. So what, what do you want to do? I want to dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Professor, what do you think? Uh. Hmm. I wanted to go to the store first. Okay. The store. Yeah, the general store. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can definitely store. do that. Okay. Actually, I heard the old man mentioned they have candy there. It's been a long mm-hmm. time since I've had some chewing gum. Yeah, I feel I feel up for maybe <laughs> eating demons. candy. I think my, my teeth feel like they can handle it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You're feeling <laughs> you positively get some... rejuvenated. Positively you you can get like a sucker. Okay, so um, it's a single, a large single-story building. There's a shop in the front. Obviously, there, there's some kind of living quarters at the back. Um, and it's well stocked. 
Um, it's got grain and cloth, guns, ammunition. Um, there's there's um, a bunch of barrels of the local corn on display. Um, I asked them if there are any medicinals around here. Do people put medicinals in the tea or? Um, so Nathaniel Baxter, who is the um, who's the proprietor of Baxter's uh, store, of course, um, he says, "What's that?" Well, you know, medicinals like you know the uh, coca leaf and and the like. The what? You know the coca leaf, the cocaine, like they put in the like they put in the soft drink. I don't know about that. Do you want to buy anything then? Got corn, got whiskey, got cloth, got guns. Rope. Rope. What do you want? You 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 campers. You camping. You want a tent? I could sell you a tent. We could use a tent. I could pro we could probably use tents for all of us if we if you have them. Oh, I haven't got enough for all of you. I've got got three. Ooh, gonna have to draw straws. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could just take some uh, a tarp and some rope, folks. Actually, whatever it is you need, um, you know, just uh, just 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 uh, tell it to our friend here, and uh, and I and I pull out my money clip, and you know, I've you know I've got this. His eyes, what he goes, and his manner changes somewhat. He says, "Oh, so you? Oh, well, ah, oh, okay. Well, look." Anything you want, sir. Uh, I can even help you pack it up and take it out to your vehicle. I um, I want the finest handgun he has for sale, and some ammunition. Oh well, uh, what would you like? I've got a got a Lee Enfield rifle here British. from the Great War. Yes, wow. yes. British surplus, huh? Um, <laughs> got uh, got a Springfield. Oh, hang on, that's a musket. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a single shot thing from from the from the Civil War. Yeah, yeah. but says, it actually um, used a cartridge. Mm. Yeah, he, he says um, it's a modified Springfield. That's actually a very good gun. Yeah, <laughs> he says. Um, well, I've I've also got a uh, this this got this uh, lever action carbine here, so thirty ought. I think I have one of them. Luggage. Does he have I any handguns like uh, pistols? Um. Well, you won't be taking much down with a handgun. What you what you yeah. what you're hunting? Uh, the most dangerous game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't plan on using it. It's a, he says, just to um, scare the children. Well, I've got a thirty-eight here. That'll stop something. Sure, that sounds good. Okay. It might be useful to have a shotgun. Mm. He says. Uh, so, what do you want? A, a sixteen gauge or a or a um, twelve gauge? Uh, twelve gauge will. Uh, 12 yeah. gauge will, uh, will, it's got more stopping power. Yeah. What, what time of year is it? I mean, I don't ask him. I guess I know what time of year it is. It's the fall, right? It's September. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. Oh, so, yeah. There'll be, there'll be some big bucks up there in the hills. Yeah. So I want either a 12 or a 10 gauge if I'm going to hunt something like that. Okay. So, so he pulls down a 12, 12 gauge, which, which looks very, yeah. uh, very decent. Okay. We can sort, we can sort out the yeah. weapons in a, in a, in a moment. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you, you all notice again after being there for a while, the really strong smell of, of that overripe rotting fruit here. Oh, really strong. Yeah. Go As you wander corn. over, it's def it's coming off the corn. Really strong. I'm wow. definitely not drinking any whiskey made of that. And in fact, as as you're smelling it, you you realize that that taste in your mouth 
from the whiskey, it's the same thing. Mm. You were like tasting this really fruity undertone. I mean, most the moonshine cut most of your taste buds anyway as you're drinking it, but yeah. there was definitely this aftertaste. Mm. Uh, so you're 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 geared up. You have yeah. three tents now as well. I'm going to want to take uh, some corn. I, I think I'll uh, uh, ask to buy an ear of corn as well. <laughs> oh, well, it's uh, it's hulled, so it's like dried corn um, in oh. barrels. Oh, a pound then of dried corn. Okay. Yeah, so he, yeah. he scoops it out. Yeah. He says, this is the best harvest we've had in, well, in living memory. And he says, as he scoops it into the bag and then... It smells uh, delicious. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's got a... I don't know what it's uh, got a special uh, special smell to it this year as well. Mm. I'm not sure why. I, I want to ask him about does does he sell dynamite? Oh, he says, um, <laughs> "I don't carry it, but uh, I could put an order in for you. When would you uh, when do you need it by T- today? <laughs> no, how long would it take? Well, uh, I could do a rush order for the." And he kind of rubs his fingers together. <laughs> mm. could get, could I, get it to you in uh, two days if you give a bit of extra. Got paid delivery specially to come out here. Did you did you ever meet our friend uh, who was a professor who was visiting here? Oh, Mr. Rose. Yes, he came in here. Yeah, several times. I uh, I ordered dynamite for him special. Alistair, should we take some? Um... I suppose, but I mean, geez, don't you think this is a little bit overkill, Professor? Yeah, we need dynamite for? Aren't we just investigating? I mean, here, you know, I, I you know, I, 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 sure. I hand yeah. him, you know, I hand him, you know, some cash, and I say, you know, it's like, yeah, t- go ahead. And, well, I'm just know. thinking if, if we know that, or maybe I just whisper this to my friends. I mean, we know that this is what our friend was doing. Maybe he's trapped. Maybe caved in on. Or something okay, like that. that makes yeah, sense. I suppose, I suppose that makes sense. Uh, perhaps some shovels yeah, then? Fire. He says, it's funny you should say that. Because uh, after he got the dynamite, he um, a couple of days later, I, I heard these explosions coming from the hills up in the north. And, um, well, Rhodes was telling me about, about Ezekiel Cade. And I'd heard about him. And apparently, well, apparently there was something to do with a cave-in back in Cade's times. And... Maybe Rhodes was trying to open it up again or something. Hmm. I don't know what happened after that, but... Um, Are you sure there aren't, isn't any ore mining up here by chance? Any tin what? or something? Oh, tin. No, no. No, there's no tin up in them hills. No, well, um, but, uh, no, no, uh, I'm, I'm remembering it now. That, um, it said something about there was a cave up there and, um, and Ezekiel, Ezekiel said that the devil lived in that cave. Oh. That's why they. That's why they blew it up, back back in the colonial times. Um, I think that's what Professor Rhodes was trying to open up again. Something, something like that. Oh boy, we're gonna need some kind of gear then to, to have to dig them out. Can we get a shovel? Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Let's <laughs> get some shovel. shovels. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds uh, <laughs> that sounds terrible. He left me this book because I was I, I was very interested in in this Ezekiel Cade. Maybe. Maybe this will be of use to you as well. I mean, I mean uh, obviously, and he holds his hand out to you, Alistair. <laughs> yes. If you, you know, if you want to, you know, pay for it. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. I. No. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I. I. I 
pulls some cash out of my money clip and, and hand it to him. Okay, so so he hands it over. He says, "Well, I'm glad it'll be of use to someone." And I will I will read this out to you. Okay, the summary of the confessions of Ezekiel Cade. Cade starts by discussing the threat to the Quakers presented by the Puritans in Boston in 1660 and his decision to lead his family and friends to find somewhere they could live in peace. They headed north, up the coast, and eventually followed the Miskatonic River inland, finally stopping when they reached some fertile land at the base of the range of hills. They set up a small settlement there, away from civilization, and lived peacefully for months before meeting the Sikayuk, or Black Earth Tribe. Initially, Cade's followers and the Sikayuk coexisted amicably. The Sikayuk were shunned by all the local tribes, and the Quakers were the first people they encouraged who would trade with them. In exchange, when Cade's son Daniel was gored by a stag when hunting, the Sikayuk took him to their sacred cave to be healed. Daniel wasn't the same when he returned, though, claiming that he had seen the devil. While his wound was healed, he sickened in other ways, growing mad and violent. When Cade asked the Sikayuk what they had done to his son, they took him to the cave and showed him their elders. Cade's narrative becomes incoherent at this point, mentioning demons made flesh and abominations in the earth. He fears that they have corrupted all they have touched, and not even those who are strong in their faith are safe. In the following section, Cade admits that maddened, he fled the valley and vanished for several months. His faith and his desire to live by peace failed him, and he resolved to do what needed to be done to contain the corruption. In time, he returned to the settlement, bringing a boat up the river, bearing hired guns and barrels of gunpowder. To the horror of those who had once looked up to him, he led the destruction of the Sikayuk and used the gunpowder to collapse the cave. He then ordered his mercenaries to turn on his own people, knowing them to be tainted, and burned all the bodies together. In time, Cade returned to Boston. His narrative degenerates again, as he starts believing that the taint of the settlement has come to Boston with him, in his flesh. He was forced to shun human company, gaining a reputation as a leper, and resolved to leave Boston and live out his days in seclusion. His narrative ends with a plea for forgiveness from God, from his family, and from those he murdered. Huh. Oh, that's fucked up. The Sikayuk, was, was that also the like the same tribe that the, art, the, the artifacts or bones or something came from? Yes. So, um, with that, uh, he uh, he bids you farewell, the Mr. Baxter, and he says, uh, "Well, if you want anything else, you know where to come." We still not checked out the cave. Uh, well, you don't know where the cave is, actually. Um, well, you haven't checked out the dig site or the campsite yet uh, at this point, um, or and you've not been to Hector Winnie to get the fish, but maybe that can wait. <laughs> We've just been like milling around. Yeah, the fish should be last. We should not take fish to the dig site. Yeah, probably want to carry around the fish with us. Yeah, drinking whiskey and stuff. I mean, it's pretty nice here. We're enjoying ourselves. Yeah, I've never felt yeah. better. Something about the air. Nope. You, just to fill you in also, uh, Robert, you're feeling normal and fine, like, but the others all seem to be have this kind of glow about them and a, and a feeling... They've declared that they're feeling really good this morning. And, um, and uh, Ruth's bad hip seems to have miraculously healed itself and um, there's a scar that that um, seems to be healing up or disappearing gradually on on the back of Doug's hand like an old scar from years ago. A fine country living. But a scar from years ago and it's noticeably disappearing. Okay. Well, I feel it's like, like I look at it every day. Well, if it faded slowly over time, you wouldn't notice it, but we did. So which means it didn't 
which means I would mention it. I think like like if you're telling it to me, then it's weird. Like other like if it passed without remark, you wouldn't have said it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, you have a scar on your hand? Where's it? it? I like grab your hand and I like look at like, it was just there yesterday. Yeah, well, it could also be the food here is very good. Plants growing out of uh, crops, bumper every year. Scars disappearing. You know, there is there is something else that I've read once that uh, you know there was there's someone theorized that uh, the uh, that the Salem witch trials were 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 in part caused by some um, some some mushroom uh, with hallucinogenic properties that 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 ended up in the in the local grain supply. Mm, you know, backwoods out here in 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 new england uh you know maybe this maybe this isn't uh you know this could be some funny grain here yeah the grain the grain might be kind of funny didn't it smell funny to you soil smell yeah, yeah but i'm just wondering if it doesn't have some uh, medicinal qualities make scars disappear i mean professor what do you think there's something strange about this place mark my words yeah, and I think it might have something to do. I might it might be chemical in origin. So, you're standing in in the middle of this. Um, uh, well, you hardly call it a town square. This patch of mud, mm -hmm. um, and um, Dick Sproulston, uh, who you met earlier, he's he's still sitting on the chair. He, he nods over to you again as you come out of the store, and and he just says, "Got what you wanted then," and then carries on sipping his his uh, his grain whiskey. So, where do you want to head, guys? You've got plenty of places you can go next. Um, we should go check out the dig site at Long Yeah, Rose. that's what I've been wanting to do. <laughs> the one by the, right, the one on the map there, by the cover bridge. Yeah, I mean, it's super close. Right now, while we've got tents and while we're feeling good. There's the fisherman on the way, there. We don't want to carry fish around all day, though. Yeah. He's down by the Miskatonic River. You yeah. could head down okay. there as well. We can do I mean, even get our way back. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be carrying around fish all day. That's true. Can you imagine? Okay, so you head to the dig site. And so you go over the covered bridge, and as you're walking over it, you, you actually think, how on earth did this thing stay up when you drove the car over it? It, it is super rickety. It actually creaks underfoot as you walk across it. And, um, and looking at the the creek there's i mean okay there might be a tiny tiny trickle not even a trickle but just like a slight dampness at the bottom of the creek but there but this is a definitively dry creek bed um those kids were fibbing they were definitely fibbing well unless they dug down deep if, does any of you have a science skill i might have a couple points so anyone, if anyone wants to make some kind of science role natural world Oh, yeah, natural like world will do. Then we have a ten. Ruth, you could spend just two luck to turn that into success. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Looking at the creek bed, you are absolutely convinced that that, this, that no flowing water has come this way in a long, long time, and and you you also see that the, the soil of the creek bed is is almost black in colour and very, very dense, and it does seem like there's a little bit of a tiny bit of moisture has has come down. Uh, you know, is actually in the soil there, but it's it's certainly not flowing water, and um, there's no evidence of it of it having been any more than this tiny trickle for a long, long time. So, what did the kids tell us? They said that they got it from from the creek. 
but they got the water from the creek. So... This is like the only possible place they could have gotten it then, right? And what was... <coughs> I forget what the water did. It, uh, <laughs> it had these white flecks in it that attacked and dissolved the worm that they dropped into the water. Oh, right. Mm. That's all slightly terrifying. Uh, we could walk up the creek, though, and look, right? Because if we go uphill, we can maybe find the source. It's more likely to be... Like, I mean, it's fed by the river, right? Or does it flow to the river? No, no, no. It, it flows down to the river. Or it used to flow down to the river. I see. It comes up. It comes down from the hills. Down. To the, it's it's a it's a okay. feeder. It's a feeder creek. So going down my to vote the main river. would be to check out the dig site, and then proceed north through Black Creek Wood. They must have been talking about a site up farther north in Blackwater Creek, where it's not dry creek bed. Maybe. Right. So we could go up, or we could just go to the dig site and really thoroughly or thoroughly explore the dig site. Yeah, dig site is dig first site. stop. Yeah, okay. yeah. When we're done with the dig site, I say. We you, you know what I want to do is since I have a shovel. I'm going to go to the really dense black earth where the creek was, and I'm just okay. going to dig down a couple feet. I'm going to see if water starts to come okay. through. Okay, so you hop down into the river, uh, into the river, into the creek oh, bed, God. and um, you dig down a bit, and you're kind of examining it, and you see, like, a, f a few tiny little fragments of this white matter in, in, the, in the damp part of the, of the creek bed mud. And again, the smell, the, the, f the rotting fruit smell is... It's very intense as you're digging up this soil. Yeah, so once I get a big enough hole that I can see that a little bit, I point it out to the, to the professors. Sirs, there's two professors mm. here, right? Or two? No, uh, he's, two he's, I'm, a, I'm just a, I'm oh, you're just a, student. a, a scholar. <laughs> scholar, quote-unquote. You've just been a student for a long time. For a very uh, so long time. That's my point, professor. I say, uh, uh, professor, what do you make of this? Uh, I say that. Smell very so you, you hold up a shovel of this black yeah. mud with <laughs> damp black mud with white, <laughs> white flakes in it. <laughs> And what do Professor? I think? Uh, what do you think? Uh, do you want to? Um, you could make a, a natural world role or sure. a um, psychology, know, or no. a science role. Or... I well, he's studying it. I flick out my pen knife and pick a little bit up, and then like put it on like a stick, and like, try to like put some of the white stuff on a stick, and then I watch it. I can do science too. <laughs> so. Um, Professor, this clearly looks like some kind of living matter, but nothing you've ever heard of or seen before. Um, it it definitely seems organic. Maybe some kind of algae or something. Maybe, but you really don't know. Um, I mean, the fact that it moved probably implies it's not an algae, but you really don't know. I'm I'm like I said, this you know medicinal fungal stuff grows in, in in you know in these backwoods it caused a whole it's caused it's caused it's caused native american tribes to go crazy it's caused it's caused you know the the unpleasantness of of uh salem the, the craziness at salem i mean i i bet that's all we're dealing with here people gotta they, they should just buy their grain from you know somewhere else and everything would go away <laughs> so Robert, you you get one of these little flecks and you carefully deposit it on on a stick on the end of a stick, and you watch it for a little while, and it starts slowly inching its way up the stick towards your hand. Did when any of us starts to get close? I like turn the stick around and hold it the other way. So it, and then I say, Professor, look at this. Yeah, and that's not. 
You telling me this is a mushroom? <laughs> this is <laughs> it's a fucking inchworm. Uh-huh. And 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 when you when you turn it round, it changes direction and starts crawling back the other way towards oh, your hand. Uh, not only that, it wants to eat me. <laughs> Throw it away. Yeah, as I put it down. <laughs> oh no, maybe it's a witch. Burn it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe maybe don't aren't earthworms capable of secreting some kind of some kind of uh, medicinal chemical something? I don't know. I wish I would have paid more attention. What if chemicals. we give it some blood? <laughs> I was just uh... thinking the same thing. I pull my penknife back out and I, I prick oh, my God. pinky finger and then I squeeze a drop of blood right on top of the thing. Okay. And first of all, the red blood just drips onto the thing and it and it covers it and it's just this blob of of red on the end of the stick and then slowly um the red starts to disappear until it's enveloped completely by this white substance which is now slightly bigger than it was before hmm told you it wants do we have a jar can we, can we does anyone have a container we could put it in sure you've got a Maybe got a flask or like something. Not something. putting it in my flask. <laughs> Can't have my flask. I'll put it in my thermos. <laughs> okay, you you have a thermos. You empty out your tea. Yes. Um, maybe maybe Making you took some from, uh, some extra from Dick Sprouse. Okay, and you you put this thing in and then close the lid. Um, so to move things on, the the dig site is really just right, just just you know, right next to where you are. Do you, did you want to look at that as yes. well? Okay, yeah, that's next up. So so you hop out. And you approach the dig site, um, and the site has clearly um, been dug up and then filled in again. There are still the remains of three large trenches. The earth is very obviously raised up and has been, you know, turned over. And while some plants have started to grow there again, they're very young and sparse. Uh, is this common? Do, do they often dig and they don't find something, so they refill it? I ask the people who would know, or it's not me. <laughs> uh, that would be that would be the. That, that would be uh, Alistair. Yeah, you took Alistair. I never. I was much more interested in archaeology and isn't that what this is? religion and stuff. <laughs> isn't this archaeological field work? Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. so would be normal to, to fill in these um, fill in trenches like this? I kind of think it would be just because of like drainage. Make an education role. Make an education roll. Okay, that's much yeah. better. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> no, you have no idea. You think it could be completely normal or it could be um, utterly unusual. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm, I, yeah. Uh, search me, fellas. But is there anything other, like, besides the, is there any, like, equipment or, like, other things no. left? Nothing? No. They must well, have dug here. And, and remember, the, um, you, you do know what was found here. Well, it's it's there are conflicting stories that you got because um, right. one of the students you spoke to said they found just some old bones and there was nothing important. The other one said they found something interesting here. So, hmm. but whatever they found, presumably they took away with them. What was the something interesting? We must. Have... No, uh, uh, she didn't say. She said, uh, "Well, I think it was. The, I think it was. I can't remember which one it was. One of the students said that. I think it was the last one you spoke to. Who said he was sure that they found there was something interesting there." But then they were told to go home. Right. I see. Like, maybe that was why they were told to go home. <laughs> yeah, that was the, the guy that had this fake mother, I think. 
and to spread the story that nothing was found here. Right. Maybe this is kind of a big area, right? Like these three long trenches. What if they found something too big to take away with? When they reburied it. Let's undig. Undig. Yeah, I kind of think we should dig. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. That's why I asked. <laughs> I start digging. It's actually very easy digging because the, the soil is very loose. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, and in fact, filled you, in in a hurry. Yeah, you you realize this as you were as you were looking that they were they were just dumped. The 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 earth was just dumped back in like really quickly. Fill the bottom with rocks. Do the things you do. Yeah. Yeah, certainly this is not what you would do if you're trying to preserve an archaeological site. It's just dump stuff back in. But you dig it up, and actually everyone can make a listen roll. Listen. Fuck. Yeah, just a listen roll. As you get a bonus because our ears are so it's much It's the better. purple button, right? Green. Purple button? Green. Green button. Ooh. Fail. Ugh, thank God for the little Douglas. Man, I'm, what, <laughs> I'm, I'm on a string of failure here. <laughs> Doug's whole life has been a string of failure, so. Because you fumbled, Ruth, I'm going to say that, that you, you sort of hear something, but you can't quite hear it, so you want to get. Like move a little bit closer to what okay, you're hearing. Uh oh, because you fumbled. Um, but um, what Doug hears um, first, you 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 see something strange. It's, it's like you see the trees moving in the wind next to near to where you are, hmm. and um, and a um, but the weird thing is there is no wind. It's a still day, and you hear oh. the creaking coming from the trees. And they're swaying slightly in the non-existent breeze. And, and because, Ruth, you were kind of intrigued by this and you, you couldn't quite hear where it's coming from, you take a, a couple of steps forward. And it must have been a, sh a freak gust of wind or something because suddenly you're just lashed in the face by a branch. Ow. And it slices I'm across bleeding. your face and draws blood. And, and, um, and you take two points of damage. Ooh. And, you, and you step back, and your face is like you've got this have a gash hanky? across your cheek. Uh, yes, I... of course. All right. All men have hankies. I'm going to take the hanky. Does, does anyone have first aid? Um, and it seems like um, it seems like the, the, the creaking in, has increased after that. Like there's definitely this ripple of movement through the trees beyond the dig site. Hmm. What the fuck was that? I'm gonna take the bloody hanky. I told you, there's, some, there's something hanky Watch going on here. Watch your shovel, You hurt I'm putting the bloody hanky in my thermos. Okay. <laughs> oh, you feel it. To be my grub. Okay, so, um, okay, so you're dabbing away at the, at the blood and it's kind of slowing down. Um, yeah, well, someone could try a first aid roll in a minute. Um, you're, you're dabbing away, trying to just clear the blood away, and then, and then after a while you realize that it doesn't hurt anymore. It doesn't anymore. hurt anymore. Like you're, you're like dabbing and then you're like stroking and then you pull the, the handkerchief away, and then you touch your cheek, and it doesn't hurt anymore. And the rest of you see that the wound has stopped bleeding. I guess it didn't get me that bad. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, you've been eating all the eggs. It helps. <laughs> the, is the hanky keep still digging. bloody, though? <laughs> Everyone keep my digging. blood disappear? The hanky okay. is still bloody, yes. Um, no, no, the blood is still oh. in the handkerchief. So you stuff it You stuff it into yeah, the into yeah, the thermos, yeah? Okay, <laughs> then close it up. Um, and... Um, I mean, you still got a bit of dried blood on your cheek. Maybe you want to get rid of it though, because it's, it's kind of oh yeah. If it, if I use the hanky to wipe up like as much and clean up as much as I can. Okay. And and then you you realize that there is no longer a scar on your cheek. That's weird. Strange things in the air here. 
Disappearing mm -hmm. scars, vanishing wounds. Wait, overgrown but Robert, crops. You didn't feel that way. Bumper crops in the winter. Does your finger is your finger still scarred? Oh yeah, right. I pricked yeah. my pinky. Uh, no, Robert, you 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 still got um, <gasps> a blood drop on the end of your finger. I shouldn't have had so much tea. What happened? <laughs> Was I the only one who didn't yes. eat the food here? Uh, no, no, because la well, I mean, since last night. You've all eaten the stew and the pie. But we're the only right. ones who drank at the sheriff's house or something. The only one that drank at the, the sheriff's house was, was um, Doug. Yep. And, and Ruth had some tea. And she also drank some milk the night before. But, you know, I mean, you've all been... Obviously, you have to eat and drink. You can't, you know. Right, right. yeah. It's a Persephone situation. But, um... Been drinking water. But, yeah, it yeah. Seems, seems like some of you... Have been affected in some way by whatever this is, and others of you haven't, or, or in different ways, you know. So, well, there's definitely something. You're digging down into the into the dirt, and and you do you takes it's going to take even though it's very loose, it is going to take a couple of hours to dig down to all this stuff, and um, maybe you're you're keeping a, a, as far away from the trees as you, as you can, given that they seem to the wind seems to catch them in in very awkward ways. Um, even though it isn't windy, right. um, and um, and uh, eventually you start digging up some stuff. Now, does anyone have history or archaeology? I do have history, actually. Okay, <laughs> that's the only thing that I studied uh, a lot of, apparently. Okay. Okay. Yes. There we go. Somehow, Alistair, those twenty-six years of college education <laughs> have finally paid off. <laughs> Yeah, so um, you f you find some arrowheads, pottery shards mixed in with the earth, and and they are a mix of native and colonial era artifacts, probably dating back to the 17th century. But the most significant thing you find as you're digging is a, is a really large number of human bones oh. buried several feet beneath Shit. the surface of each trench. Recent or old? Well, no, they are obviously old. Yeah, they're mixed in with the arrowheads. And they, they look blackened as if they've been burnt. This must huh. be this must be the site of uh, the mass grave that um what's his name? Oh, that Cade? Cade, yeah. Yeah, that Cade described. Uh, yeah. I that that would make sense. That's pretty much what, what the text was, was saying, but I don't remember did they I don't remember him mentioning anything about uh cremation. Uh Mandy fled the valley. In time he returned, boss, no, for an hour later. He returned to the settlement, bringing about a river bearing hired guns and barrels of gunpowder. The horror of those who once looked funny led the destruction of the Sikaluk, collapsed the cave, and ordered his mercenaries to turn on his own people, knowing them he tainted, and burned all the bodies together. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Okay, so, you're right, good man. And, and looking at them closer, they also seem deformed. And maybe it's the heat from the fire or the pressure. From, from the years, do, do any of you have a medicine skill? None of you. Uh oh, actually, actually, I have medicine. I have medicine. Uh, actually, a lot of medicine. I don't know why, but oh, I you do. do. Yeah, I have seventy-one. <laughs> okay, seventy-one. Wow. Yeah, I'm a doctor. Doug Douglas is a doctor. <laughs> he can actually perform medicine on people, which is is also good for it also heals wounds. Um, actually, oh, it's, it's better than first better aid. Than first so, um, so yeah, you're looking at them. And the, the skulls are just weird. They've got strange growths and nodules and spurs coming off 
the brows and the jaw. Um, mm. Some of them are so misshapen that they barely look human. And oh. this is not the work of pressure or fire. These things have have been have been have, have mutated somehow. They've they've changed the the basic physio physiognomy of of these skulls is different. And you look at it, and you can only imagine what their faces must have looked like. And for that, you are going to have to make me a sanity roll. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's sanity here. Where is sanity? Okay. Oh, I got a heart well, Hey, heart you're, you're fine, but you're fine. You're, I don't I've know. Seen some shit. Um, you see, you definitely seen some shit in your phone. Um, I, read, I read the National Geographic. It's the only one that understands. The yeah, he's the only one that understands that this is not right. What you're seeing is not right. And, and maybe, maybe that, um, that crazy narrative about how the people were tainted, maybe there is something to that. Okay, well, that's, that's pretty much all you find at the dig site. Do we need to find any more? <laughs> no, I don't think you need to find any more than that. Um, uh, yeah, I, the, 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 the movement in the trees is, is also quite worrying. Um, yeah. Being so close to them. Do you still want to walk up, up the dry riverbed through the forest? Yeah, can't be any harm in that. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't know. Can't be any harm in that. I mean, you city folk. I feel like that might be a bad idea. Who's got, who thinks that's a bad idea? You don't think it could be in no harm? I think that's a bad idea. I, 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 I don't know what you're all on about. And I mean, I don't know. I, maybe you need more of my scotch and less of that whatever. It's This is this 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 local food and drink, I'm telling you, is a real problem. Yeah, I mean, if anything, if it really is a thing, then it's a good thing, right? We're healing. I feel better than I've felt since I... Did you guys not see Ruth get hit by a tree? I don't know. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> since it, I got... It's, it's interesting. Maybe this is... Maybe this is like a blessed ground. Well, sometimes, uh, especially this time of year, there's very big squirrels. That kind of thing. Uh, this, That's true. This is a massive. This is a site of a massive burial where they burn bodies. In most cognitive is... world religions I've read, that does not mean holy. That means usually Cursed. quite the opposite. But healing yes. feels like holy to me. I'm thinking that that's the that that's this the is... uh, quote unquote medicinal properties of whatever has gotten into this grain, and it's obvious that something's gotten into. It. This is like one of old Esme's stories. Old, old Esme was uh, the fortune teller uh, that I well that I knew when I was oh, a kid. Oh really? Tell. Do tell. Yeah, I, well, like you know, my my parents were in the circus, so I would travel around with them as a kid, and uh, I mean, she had all kinds of stories. She swore every one of them was true. Uh, flying men and uh, ancient cities and just all kinds of things. I mean, hmm. well, I like wonder it. what she. I you know, I never really gave much uh, credit to to any of it. So you know, I grew up and kid stories are kid stories, right? But exactly, I, mean, I wonder what she would say about this. Well, I, I think we should. Uh, I would say at the very least we should rebury this area. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, uh, yeah, we only bones exposed to the uh, sky. Just not right. Uh, yeah. Well, and if. Yeah. So you spend um, about half an hour filling it in. It's about uh, 2 p.m. now, let's say. So um, you've you finished filling in the dig site, and uh, the wind has stopped. The trees aren't... Very localized wind has stopped, and the trees aren't creaking anymore. But there is a heavy, oppressive feeling in the air right now. And uh, everyone can make a power roll. Power? Ooh. Alistair. Yes. As you're... I assume you're watching your friends fill in the <laughs> fill in the yes. holes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, I um, pitched in for about five minutes and sat and 
I'm sure I did most of the work. <laughs> I'm like the only one of you that, that well, no, Ruth, probably. Ruth, who's worked a day in her life. You start to feel like there's, like you can feel something like in the ground, like beneath your feet, like this boom, boom, this this slow like pulse, and then it must be your imagination because you also hear faintly carried down on the wind, must be carried on the wind, a voice, and you could swear that that voice is your mother calling to you. My mother's been dead many years. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Too much whiskey, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, And I think, given that we were about to finish in four minutes, I think that's a good point to uh, to end the session. (laughs) What's What's the plan then? Where Where are you going to head next? Is that Are you going to go to the campsite? You going to go up the the creek bed or Wait, what time of day is get it some fish once yeah <laughs> it's, it's about 2 p.m gotta get the fish now. back yeah. before yeah. nighttime so we have time for like maybe one more yeah, yeah. i think I, I think that what doug would suggest if people aren't since some people don't want to walk up the creek bed is he would walk up the creek bed with some of the group whoever's got the balls basically uh and the rest oh, okay. can, can circle around the campsite and we can meet there because okay. it's always best it's to always break up the party especially in danger yeah <laughs> well Robert will definitely be goaded into going in the creek bed <laughs> by yeah, that. Don't so forget, we can always send my man James to get fish too. As I as I always say, Call Cthulhu, you know, you're there for the Please. ride, aren't you? It's all about <laughs> the ride. <laughs>